You're listening to Dan Talks, where we sit down with musician Dan Zinn to talk about his latest album, Day of Reckoning. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to our first podcast here with Dan Zinn about his new album, Day of Reckoning. Hi, Dan. How are you? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm really excited to dive a little bit deeper into this album. Just to let all of you listeners know, we're going to take this opportunity to do a series of 10 podcasts, one for each song on the CD, so you can learn a little bit more about Dan's thought process behind each of these musical masterpieces. How does that sound, Dan? Wow, sounds great. Thank you. Awesome. So before we dive into the first song on the record, I just want to take a moment to kind of talk about the CD overall. Tell me a little bit about Day of Reckoning. Well, the music was written very specifically for the musicians that are playing it. I cannot write tunes until I know who I'm writing for, so I know how these people play. I sort of get that sound into my head. I know what they can do. And um, I'm always surprised because they do even more than I imagined they would do. So I get that sound and then away I go. I decide I want to write this kind of tune or that kind of tune and something comes up (laughs) and out. (laughs) So who are these other artists on the CD? So we have Taylor Eichste, world famous, world class, brilliant, amazing piano player. And he was on my record, Grace's Song. So I've worked with him on one of my albums. Um, Mark Ferber is a great drummer, originally from Lafayette. And now he lives in New York City and tours and travels and plays with lots of lots of the jazz greats. And then Zach Ostroff is a brilliant young bass player, and he was in my first SF Jazz combo I directed many years ago. And now he's uh, grown up and just, you know, an unbelievable talent. So what made you kind of bring these people together? Well, I wrote the tune. You know, I wanted to use Taylor again because he's just amazing. and He just fits my music perfectly. I wanted the New York vibe on drums, so kind of more energy and excitement um, than you typically find on the West Coast kind of musicians. And Zach is a very, very creative musician, um, able to hold a great groove. All of these guys are actually that way. They can really laid in the pocket rhythmically but they're super creative and have great arrangement ideas and not they're not tied into any particular style of music they're able to go any direction I want and then they lead on their own directions and I follow them as well so for anyone interested in this album if you wanted a listener to kind of what's the first thing you want a listener to feel or think after they hear Day of Reckoning well, hopefully you like the music and like the playing. Um, there's a lot of different kinds of songs. There's really up and energetic. The record starts with Day of Reckoning, which is fast and hard and in your face, and then it quiets down quite a bit. And So hopefully you'll get a, a lot of different emotions from the, from the songs. 
Awesome. Well, I'm excited to kind of explore that further. So let's dive into the first song on the record, which is the title track, Day of Reckoning, correct? Correct. So this one starts hard and fast. It's got a a line where the saxophone and piano are playing this fairly intricate thing together. Um, it's got a interlude section, which is in 7-4 which is actually from a song I'd written a long time ago, and I sort of puzzle piece this thing together. And I wanted to go for a John Coltrane, Mike Brecker, a lot of energy, a lot of excitement. And uh, I guess that will lead to the recording process. Um, we recorded in Fantasy Studios, which no longer exists. It was one of the last recordings, so that was cool. And... Um, we were supposed to be in a room called Studio D, which is a big room where everybody can be isolated and where you can fix anything you want because everybody's iso ISO'd. Uh, but at the last minute, Taylor had to go to Japan and blah, blah, blah. We had to change. So we ended up being in Studio A, which is actually the best sounding room or was the best sounding room in fantasy with the best piano. Um, however... We could only isolate the bass, so everything else was in the same room. We had baffles and things, but it, it made for a very live situation. So that was the idea. We had live recording, um, but a studio sound. So the live vibe with the studio sound. And for a song like uh, Day of Reckoning, that worked out perfectly because we wanted tons of energy and tons of excitement. And so what you're hearing is this full-on takes. We played beginning to end and... And there you go. You heard you heard what happened as if you were in a gig, except the room was much better sounding than any club and the mics were much better than any mics. You could have a live situation. So it ended up, uh, I think, really capturing the moment, which is what we wanted to do. So when you originally write the song and then you bring it into the studio, you're all playing together. How does that energy sort of affect what you had originally pictured for the music? Well, we had rehearsed it, so we didn't just bring it in the studio. and We had played it on a gig two days before or something like that. So everybody knew the music, and they're all great players, and I hired them to do exactly what they do. So they came with their energy. I didn't have to tell them to play with more energy or less energy they they do their thing if i wanted a different kind of player i would hire different kind of musicians but these guys they just simply are brilliant at what they do and they came and and just kicked butt on it you know, i guess shout out to mark ferber that on drums is just really taking it to another level and of course taylor's a brilliant soloist and you know, effortlessly plays like amazing stuff. And Zach on bass is holding it all together. And his solo is in 7-4 in the middle. And, and that, you know, he really did a great job there as well. So, and then the end, we're just like, you know, going crazy. <laughs> Love that. So what made you decide to put this song first on the album? Well, I wanted to come out all firing on all cylinders, so... It's uh, don't want to be messing around here. So grab the listener, and then the next song starts very quietly. So I like the way this one just hits you in the face hard, and then the next one brings it way down to this super soft, very pretty piano thing. So, I, although at the time I didn't really have that in mind, 
it ends up being just exactly how I would want it. And did you name the CD after the song? Did you name the song after you already had come up with the album name? How did this sort of become the title track? CD named after song. Because also we made the decision that we want to, we want it to be hard-hitting and, you know, kind of grab you. So let's see. The song came first. The name of the CD came when we were all done. <laughs> So tell me, um, is there a particular part of the song that is your favorite, you think is the most kind of interesting? Well, I love listening to the other guys play. So I think the piano solo is super interesting and incredible. And the bass solo and the drumming throughout is just really happening. And then as a group, I like the very end. There's a... This repeated thing over that I think we just really are going for it, which you don't typically get in a studio because everybody's more controlled. You're trying to put a good thing on tape without messing up, but we just went for it and it was, I thought it was cool. So um, you talked a lot about sort of this fun, energetic vibe and how you sort of took inspiration from some other artists when deciding that's um, kind of how you wanted to create the song. So tell us a little bit about before the song was written, how you went into that creative mindset, that creative process. Well, my creative process is quick. So usually I pull out my phone, I put it on the voice memo, I whistle what I want, I write it down, I add chords. And I have a song. And that's how most of my music that I, I've written for this record and every other record kind of goes. It's very fast. Um, and then I wanted the energy of uh, early 60s John Coltrane Quartet where the drums were playing really hard. And, you know, I knew Mark would just really bring it like that. And then um, Mike Brecker and a lot of his bands was... Um, say like Jack DeJanette or something where the drone is just really kind of frenetic and you know just really hard playing nice very cool well you can check out Day of Reckoning it is the first song on Dan's newest CD Day of Reckoning yes it is and we look forward to sharing more about the rest of the album and song number two um, thanks so much for tuning in. And you're going to play it now, right? Yes. Great. Well, you'll hear it now. It's coming out. <laughs>
Thank you.